0: You know what he's doing in addition to lifting weights? He is doing an uphill, an incline treadmill on like 12. He's like, dad, that's a cheat code.
1: For 30 just minutes? do
0: that. Because no, he does it that, for almost an hour. Okay, because I was going to say
1: that from what I've been told, if you do 30 minutes at three speed on 12 incline, that's called the hot girl walk. Uh, it's apparently a trend on uh, TikTok, tick, Ryan? Yeah, trend on TikTok. If you do that for 30 minutes a day, you just burn, burn carbs and calories. Like it's just not carbs. I don't think you can burn carbs. Can't burn fat, burn fat. There it is. So that is a cheat code. He's right. Hey,
0: everybody, and welcome to episode number 199 of the Chris Rose Rotation, a production of John Boy Media. And for the first time, post surgery. We are joined by the Kansas City Royals recovering first baseman, Vinny Pasquantino. Hi, sunshine
1: hey hey how are we doing how's everybody doing good to see you guys again and we've got a new producer Alden he's on Rob's don't worry Rob's still here but Alden's here too so he's new to the show at least when I've been on here so welcome to the show Alden
0: wait wait a second are you uh, are you drugged up still from your surgery why, why are you still, there's still what's going on there's still
1: some uh, there are still some narcotics in my system
0: uh, they're, we're weaning them down as
1: we speak but yeah we're not quite off of them yet so that's where we're at
0: okay all right. Um, we got a lot to cover. It's been a while since we've seen you. Uh, let's start with the most obvious, which is physically, how are you feeling now uh, a week after surgery? Solid. I uh, yeah I had surgery last week.
1: Um, right now is the best that I've felt because I'm the farthest away from surgery that I've ever been. So that's good. I've done some treatment the past two days at the stadium, got my work in, and now I'm at home. Can't obviously really do anything. So I'm just here, and I feel pretty good. So I'm excited to watch uh, my Royals kick your Guardians ass tonight and the next two days.
0: You remember what we said um, when you were healthy and getting ready to face the Guardians, perhaps. Remember when we talked about that? Oh, I remember. I was going to hit a few home runs. I was going to shout you out
1: as I hit them, but I wasn't able to do that. So maybe next year.
0: We have always got next year, yeah. So, I think what it was is that you were um, scared to face the Guardians, and so you wanted to get surgery before you faced them for the first time this year.
1: I I knew on the schedule where we had the Guardians, and I was trying to find reasons to not have to do it, mm-hmm. and uh, this was the easiest one that I came up with. So, yeah. Okay.
0: All right. Good.
1: At least I'm Being honest conscious. about it, right? Yeah, that's just... very
0: true. Very true. All right. So uh, I don't think this is a purse that you're wearing across your front are you fully mm-hmm. harnessed in and are, oh god that looks horrible
1: oh yeah it's terrible i got it on it's my uh shoulder sling pump to be wearing it it doesn't there's no one un- there's it's really uncomfortable i can't even be sarcastic about it. it's really uncomfortable so I'm, I'm always moving it around it's around my neck here because it feels good when it's tight but we're figuring it out I've only got two, two and a half more weeks of this thing. And then we can uh, kiss it goodbye. All right. So do you have to wear it all day? I'm able to start taking it off. Like if I'm sitting down for, if I'm on my couch or something and I have it in a comfortable position, I can release the straps and let it sit more comfortably. But other than that, like whenever I sleep, I have to wear it. Whenever I'm walking around, oh. I have to wear it. Yeah. it's. Uh, and I'm a, I sleep on my stomach. So sleeping on my back has been uh, brutal the past few nights. And I snore when I'm on my back and I don't snore when I sleep on my stomach. So I feel bad for
0: Ryan when it comes to sleeping because I'm sure that I am snoring up a storm. Well, why doesn't she just move into the other room for a little while?
1: Probably because she likes me too much, you know, just one of those things. Uh, Yeah, definitely not.
0: But she does have to technically take care of me. So I think that's one of her reasons for staying. Oh, got it. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, that stinks, man. God, anything. Did you say this is your first surgery ever?
1: First ever surgery? Yeah. So that was what I was, I was most nervous about being put to sleep because I'd never been put to sleep before, but no worries. I fell asleep. Two seconds later, I was up the surgery was over and. In a lot of pain, so didn't wake up in the middle of the surgery, which is great. Didn't feel any of it, so
0: I'm just happy to happy to be done with it. I actually love when they knock you out. It is because I sleep so shitty, so I'm just thinking, oh my god, my body just must be at such <laughs> peace right now. Yeah, so, yeah. I'm I'm actually thinking of scheduling extra surgeries, even if yeah, I that's need perfect. That. Just might as well. Yeah, just to, just to knock out some of the yeah. So you posted, uh, it looks like right when you woke up, you threw your shades on. And was like, what yeah, up, so, dude? So to be completely honest, I don't really remember that
1: being taken. Um, <laughs> what I was told is that when I got up, it was super bright in the room. And I said, oh, my God, it's so bright. I need I need sunglasses. It's so bright. And then when I put the sunglasses on, we took a picture, I guess. and And the rest is history when it comes to that. So, yeah, I don't really... I don't remember that being taken. There was also apparently another funny moment where the uh, somebody told me they were going to put some fentanyl or something in like the thing and I stopped them deadpan. I said, whoa, is it can that kill me? Why would you put that in there?" <laughs> I, they're like, "No, no, it's we know what we're doing. It's it's okay. We're doing this to help you." But apparently I thought I was that they were trying to kill me at some point during the surgery process. So So even when I'm knocked out,
0: I'm still, uh, you know, staying away from fentanyl, which is really good. Okay. Thank God. That's no laughing matter right there. Yeah. So what what do your days consist of now? You said you just started a little bit of rehab. I can't imagine they're doing much with you.
1: Yeah, so I wake up. Yeah, depending on what time the stadium opens. Basically, I try to get out of all the active players' way, so I go do stuff before they even get there. Um, I will go in, do some heat, some basically heat the shoulder, get the blood moving a little bit. I'm not doing anything with it. I'm just sitting there, walk in the pool for a little bit on the pool treadmill, and then do more like another hour of treatment. And then I leave. (laughs) So it's, uh, mostly just sitting on a table and somebody else is doing the work or putting some heat pads on my shoulder. That's, uh, that's pretty much the extent of it right now. I'm pretty sure that's what's gonna be happening for the next few weeks. And then as uh, time goes by, I'll be able to start doing some strengthening exercises, being able to get my strength back in my shoulder and then start maintaining that strength and then get back into a uh, into a full process. But the good news is, is there seems to be, and by seems to be, I know a bunch of people that have had this same injury that have had no issues coming back. And I will be able to go 100% come spring training, which is what matters and so i'll be ready to go come 2024.
0: okay that's good but are you allowed in the dugout
1: i'm working on it i guess in a sling not really uh there's been a lot of conversations back and forth because i i don't like that but uh you know rules are rules you got to do you know the important thing is staying out of the way of the 26 guys that are actually right are working are working so for me I really want to be there. I want to be involved as humanly as much as humanly possible. But you know, sometimes you got to take a step back and let the guys who are actually playing be able to go play without anybody in their way. So we're we're working through that phase of uh, how I'm going to watch the games without being you know too much in the way. Like where are you going to watch tonight? Working on it still. Still a work in progress. It's three o'clock right now. <laughs> games at seven. Hopefully, I'll have an answer by uh, by six thirty or so. <laughs> Please text a photo of where you are. I'm dying <laughs> to know. I really yeah. want to know. <laughs> maybe I'll maybe I'll uh, put myself in a ticket and go sit in the family section for for the games. Maybe that's what I'll do. Who knows?
0: Let's just be careful. Like doing a lot of stairs, or some drunk is going to elbow you. So yeah. Let's, just, let's be careful. All Could right? be on
1: the broadcast. Maybe maybe I'll just instead of oh. instead of watching the games, maybe I'll just go get in the booth for for all of our home games. Who knows? you, you never know what I'm going to be up to. All that matters See, ben, is the Royals it, collecting wins. So it's
0: the only thing that matters, not me. Yeah, just you can start that after these three days. Um, th- this is where I'm a little worried. You're just going to be so great in the booth that they're not going to want you back anytime soon on the field, and we're going to lose you. It just just promise me that you won't forget the little people who started this with you. So yeah,
1: no, I won't. I I won't forget at all. And I plan on playing for a long time, so I really hope I'm not oh. going into the booth permanently uh, okay. for for the time being. So hopefully I'm better at baseball than I am in the booth at this current moment, and then we can talk about that in 15, 15 or so years. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. I'd like to say 20 uh, years when it comes to that, because I'm, you know, I actually hit a year of service tomorrow, but I am 25 going on 26, and I don't know how many guys have really played until they're in their mid-40s, but maybe Maybe I'll just be a modern marvel and, uh, you know, get into that
0: exclusive club. More of the Chris Rose rotation coming your way. But first, today's show sponsored by these guys, Shady Rays. Summer's here. I want you to take on the sun with gear that is built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered with premium polarized shades at a very, very affordable price. In fact, Shady Rays offers a world-class product just as good as any expensive pair ever worn They got durable frames, extremely clear optics. I'm telling you, you've never looked better right now. And that's not all. Shady Rays offers the best protection in the history of eyewear. Every pair of these babies backed by lost and broken replacements. What does that mean? It's pretty simple. Whenever you purchase them, even on day one, if you sit on them, if you break them, if you lose them, they're going to replace them. You don't have to call and be like, you know what happened to my glasses? And they're going to say, we don't care. We've already got your address. New pair of shades is on the way. You don't have to explain yourself at all, Mr. Rose. Just wear them in good health and look great. Or for Rose, look average. And exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays has given off their best deal of the season. Need you to head on over to ShadyRays.com. Use the code word ROSE. You're going to get 50% off two-plus pair of polarized sunglasses. Did you hear me? Use that code word ROSE at ShadyRays.com. You're going to get half off two-plus pair of polarized sunglasses. You'll be feeling great and looking amazing. Uh, by the way, for those of you that are on the YouTube side of things, we have altered positions for Vinny. What? Where are you?
1: Uh, now I'm in my kitchen. I'm actually going to move again because I don't want to stand up. So okay. I'm moving to the other side of my kitchen now. You'll see my staircase in a second. Okay, this is exciting. Yeah. So Let's there's get... there's the staircase. Oh. There. Okay. And now I've sat down at a bar stool. Oh here a, we go. Bart, a bar stool that can't be great for your shoulder. Well, then I could I can prop my shoulder on the counter. It's fine.
0: We're we're working some things out. It's okay. All right. Please. I don't want you falling off the bar stool and then you get further injured and then the twenty twenty four spring training's in jeopardy. Please. Ooh, that would suck, huh? That'd be really bad. Yeah. That would be really bad. All right. Um we know it's been a rough season for your Royals. We get it. I do want to talk about some fun things that you guys have done. You're the only team in the major leagues that has Dad's Weekend scheduled every year. Now, they missed it the last three because of the pandemic and everything. Now, they figured it's we're good to go. So, all the dads or the fathers-in-law or the brothers-in-law, whomever it was, got to travel to Miami and Baltimore, take BP, hang out with you guys. I know your pops was there. How much of a blast was it?
1: Yeah, it was awesome. I I think my dad's still buzzing from it because it was just a cool trip. The I think the biggest issue with the trip is we went 0 for six while on the trip. Mm. So I know the dads think it's their fault because they were talking about it going in, saying, "Hey, if we go six and O, we're traveling with you guys the rest of the year." <laughs> Did the opposite, but uh, yeah, it was it was a really cool. It was a really cool week being able for my dad and all the dads and everybody involved to be able to see kind of the behind the scenes the biggest thing he was excited for is now when he asked me oh what are you up to and i say i'm going to grab a bite to eat he knows what that really looks like now um it was just like yeah i'm walking from my locker to the kitchen and there's a table in the kitchen and i'm eating my food but for him he's a logistical guy so he likes to know schedules of how things work so for him to be on that trip for him was just super special i told him one year, I'm going to bring my brother, and he shut that down really quickly.
0: So so I think he's going to be on the trip every single year. Absolutely. I mean, listen, the the, the dads and the moms, they do everything for their kids when you're growing up in the baseball world, yeah. right? The hundreds of miles you have to travel, the hundreds and thousands of dollars you have to end up paying in yep. order to get your kid wherever they have to go and all that sort of stuff. You damn well better take Pops. Yeah. Yeah. It
1: was a, it was a really fun trip. So Ryan actually went to Miami as well. So the kind of, some of the point of the trip is that you share a room with your dad too. So he gets to experience everything. We did not share a room, which is, which is just good. I, you know, we don't, we don't need that. So yeah. A downer of the trip was that I did get hurt during family week or during the dad's trip and, we were in Baltimore, which is the closest place to my, you know, childhood home. So there was a lot of people there and being, you know, getting, getting hurt that weekend really sucked, but uh, anytime you get hurt sucks, but in a different way, it was nice to have all my family there because we we knew it was going on pretty much as soon as it happened. So uh, it was nice being able to have that support system around me there, but that trip was just super special just because you know everybody dreams of being able to be on a on a major league baseball on a major league baseball team's trip and he was able to do it so for me i couldn't be anything but grateful for the royals for having that for them how did pop swing it during bp pretty solid uh, to be honest better than i thought he was going to he coaches so he's around baseball all the time but he's not always swinging the bat so i can't imagine what it was like for him being able to take bp on a major league field because i remember the first time i took bp on a major league field and it was just you know just something super special. So for him to be able to do it with me there and everybody
0: around was just, you know, a, a moment I would never forget. So is he, you said he is a coach. Mm-hmm. Are you talking about he coached you during little league or he's like a coach? Yeah, he coaches
1: at the high school level and at the like the travel ball level. He never coached me in high school. He got the job at my high school after I left. So he never was never a, like a part of me. He was not ever a reason I made a team, which is a point he had made to do. I always hit last or at the bottom of the order when I was on a team that he was coaching because he never wanted to seem like he was favoring me, which was really cool. I always had to earn everything I got. So I never really played for him as I got older, but when I was younger, I did. But it's it's really cool to see him coaching now as I'm kind of away from it, away from him more because I can take more pride in what he's doing. Which, uh, which dad really lit it up? on the trip? Woo. it depends on which way you're talking about. If you're talking in a, in a baseball sense, uh, I would probably have to say MJ's dad, uh, MJ's dad, Merv, Mervel. Um, uh, he, he did a really nice job swinging it. He was the head coach at FIU for a, for a long time. So he's, huh. you know, he's connected within the game a lot too. He had some, you could tell he probably plays like a adult league softball because He's got some quick hands. So his hands are firing through the zone. There was a few other guys that were really getting after it. Like it was uh that BP was something to behold.
0: Oh man, okay. Rob,
1: you were pulling up these videos so fast. I don't know how you do
0: that. Ah, uh, it's Is one video. video. Oh, okay. All yeah. right, that makes sense then. Okay. <laughs> Rob, don't give away your goddamn secrets. That's how you're gonna kill your pay raise. I know. I know. I'm sorry. Geez. Oh, man. All right. So you said, well, baseball wise, that's the guy who lit it up. Now let's get to the good stuff. Who who acted most like a like a big leaguer? I, I think the
1: answer is. Uh, to be honest, I don't know their names. I just know them as Mr. So uh, yeah. uh, Daniel Lynch's dad, I believe his name is actually Daniel. I think Daniel is of uh, the fourth. So I think his dad, Daniel, is really good. And then uh, Jackson Coar's dad. Did a really nice job of acting like big leaguers the whole time. So, yeah, they they did a really nice job. They did some damage on the trip. They uh they they made sure everybody had a good time. What is doing damage on a trip? Just having a good time, being yourself, singing on the plane, doing whatever you need to do. So mostly just being yourself. And those guys were definitely themselves, and it was uh, it was really fun to watch. Did they play cards on the plane? Cards were played on the plane. Oh yeah, yep, absolutely. Did you play with your dad? No, no. My dad and I sat in our seats and what did we do? I probably just watched like a movie on my phone or something. <laughs> nothing uh nothing nothing too special. We didn't do anything super fun. We just kind of sat there. So are you are you not a card player? No, I like to play cards, but sometimes sometimes uh the card playing is out of my league. Sometimes I'm not good enough. To uh, join in in all the games. So who plays in the big ones? Salvi? No, Salvi. Salvi doesn't. Um, Amir Garrett. He's big into it. He's probably the biggest. Jordan Lyles well, is pretty Vegas good at cards. Yeah, Uh MJ's pretty good at cards. There's, we've got a few guys that are they're fantastic at card playing.
0: What does Granky do on the plane? I've I've told you I'm not going to talk about Granky on podcast before. Um,
1: but he has played in some card games. Yeah, he's really good. He's actually he's said that I'm a very bad card player, so I got that going for me.
0: He is the most honest man in baseball. He
1: is. He is. I got you. Got to give it to him. He
0: is. Well, have you you know? Because Justin Turner told me one time, he said that Zach Greinke he owes everything to Zach Greinke. You know how Turner really stands on the plate. Yeah. So he's. One time early in their tenure together in in L.A., he went up to Greinke and he said, uh, hey, you know, how would you get me out or whatever? What You know, he was searching for something to kind of turn his offensive game to another level. And Greinke walked away. (laughs) Turner's like, what's going on here? And the next day he goes, I would throw you everything away. And at the time. Turner was like, that's the only way I hit is I hit everything away for you know, single, single single." He's like, exactly. because you're not, I don't give a shit if you get a single off me. Cause I care if guys are ever going to do damage, I'm going to get everybody else out. I don't care. Go ahead. Go hit your single. I'll just throw you that, 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 that. He goes, if I were you, I would stand right on top of the plate because then you might be able to do some damage over there. So he, you know, but he took 24 hours and totally ignored him on the initial question and gave him an answer and now turner's like become justin turner because yeah. of it.
1: Yeah, it's incredible. Some of the some of the little nuggets he'll he'll give, he's given me some, he's definitely given other guys some. It's uh they definitely help. They're meaningful and you know he means it cuz he's not going to say it if he doesn't mean it. What has he given you? I'm not going to say. That's uh, you know, there's a few things, A few good things, a few bad things, working on some things think I'm pretty
0: good at some things because of him. And uh, yeah, so it's uh it's good. Okay. Can you at least give me this? Do you approach him or does he come up to you? A little bit of both. It depends on if it
1: affects him or not. So if it's something, if it's something defensively, he'll say it because it will affect him um, like if he's pitching. If it's something offensively, sometimes it just might be said out loud, and you hear it, or somebody else says that he said something, or you go approach, you go approach him. It just kind of depends on, on uh, kind of your relationship with him. If you've heard he said something, or if you just are curious. I know that's not an answer, your... but
0: that's okay. It's, it is an answer. That's fine. How would you classify your relationship with him?
1: I would say solid. That's solid it's not it's not negative it's not positive if that makes sense it's like right where it needs to be for a for a uh for a future hall of famer who's you know 39 years old with a 25 year old guy who has not yet gotten a year of major league service time it's right where it needs to be <laughs> got it i do i think he's a hall of famer too i think so i to be honest i haven't really dug into it and i don't know everything i don't know if war matters or if certain things matter but i would i would think he's a hall of famer
0: yeah i'll be curious to see he's he's close to three thousand strikeouts and it's going to be really tight if he gets there this year i'll be curious to see if he wants to come back if he's at 2992 yeah yeah just let me throw three outings and see if i can get it (laughs) (laughs) call it call it a day yeah that's it Hmm. Who, are you, who are you closest with on the team Ooh.
1: closest with probably it's probably split between Matt Duffy's probably up there he's a guy oh, I've gotten yeah. really close with this year um, I'm really close with Bobby like Daniel Lynch and I work out together in the offseason so we're pretty close um, Michael Massey there's a, there's definitely a few guys that I'm super close with and then Like, there's nobody that I'm not close with, if that makes sense. Like, there's nobody I wouldn't hang out with off the field. But, like, I know that's not an answer. But also, like, I don't know. those. Yeah, those four. I gave you four. That's good enough, I feel like. That's very good. That's very good.
0: That's, you know, that's at the quarter, you know, sixth of the team. Yeah. Yeah, perfect. That's a good number. Um, And, by the way, you don't have to be best friends with everybody. But Some of the best teams, guys, guys don't even like each other. That is true. <laughs> that part's true. All that matters that, is that you can go <laughs> go play together. It doesn't matter if you like each other or not. Well, that, that's the thing is that we forget that it's a workplace. Right. And even though it's fun what you guys do and it's really cool, it's a work office. You don't like everybody. That I don't like everybody I work with. Yeah. You know? I mean, yeah, I do actually and, like And I can tell
1: you this. It's not always so. fun when you're losing a bunch it's not that much fun you try to turn it into fun you do everything you can to make it fun but sometimes it's it's really not you just want to make it that
0: yeah so well you brought it up here yep go ahead it's been a it's been a miserable season for the yep miserable when it's june and for you it's different because now you're working on just getting healthy so you got something else to keep your mind occupied but can you feel it when you walk into the clubhouse and guys want to feel like hell yeah we can win every day but you guys just had a 10 game losing streak like that sucks yeah it's uh
1: it's a lot of trying to get out of your own way if that makes sense it's it's trying to not make the dumb play so then you end up making the dumb play it's that's what's been frustrating is it's been at some points this year it's just been bad baseball it's not just you know getting your ass kicked it's Letting things happen to the point where now you're now you're getting your ass kicked when you shouldn't be. And I think that's where the frustration lies is you go into a game and, and you want to do everything you can to try, to try to help the team. And then sometimes by trying that hard, you end up hurting the team. You end up costing yourself because you're trying to do too much instead of just making the right baseball play. And I think we've fallen into that trap every once in a while of trying to do too much, which is causing us to do nothing. So I think that's what uh, – they had a pretty good road trip going to Detroit uh, where they went one of, you know, they won one game, but then went down to Tampa and split with them, you know, the best team in baseball, they were able to split. So I think that was a positive sign. And and from what I hear, some positive things happened on that road trip. And I'm excited to see it hopefully in, in person this week. And it was good to see the guys today. And it seems like the spirits are pretty good. And that's kind of the beautiful thing is you just got to have to, you have to find a way to get away from last night's game and get towards tonight's game, because it's the only thing that matters whether you win or lose and i think i think this team is trying to find ways to do that because i mean it's it, to be honest like it's it's anger it's frustration but it's also embarrassment of hey we're major league baseball players like we need to be better than this we can be better than this so for us it's finding ways to win games instead of find way to find ways to lose games which we have done in the past so i know the guys are looking forward to this guardian series or this dodger series this weekend and to just kind of hopefully get the ball rolling
0: I do appreciate yep. it. Yeah. All right, everybody. You're a dog person. Raise your hand if you are. I am raising my hand right now. And the key is you got to keep your dog, whether they're just a little puppy or they've been around for a decade plus, you got to keep them happy and healthy. And that's where Farmer's Dog can lend a helping paw, if you will. They're going to give you so many more quality years with your pup. You're just going to love them. Farmer's Dog makes and delivers fresh, healthy dog food. It is recommended by vets out there. It is nutritionally balanced. It is made from human-grade ingredients in safe, clean kitchens. This is so important because if you've ever tried any other kind of dog food, your dog walks over, sniffs it, looks at you, and was like, really? Well, we started Farmer's Dog with our pup, Sydney. She's about 12 years old. We rescued her. And she's been finicky over the years. She dives headfirst into this bowl we crack open the fridge just a little bit. She's like, it is farmer's dog time. Thank you, daddy. I love you. You know, that traditional dry and wet dog food options, they're really processed. They're not good. They come with much lower ingredients and they just don't help your dog at all. Farmer's dog, it's not just higher quality food. They also send food pre-portioned specifically for your dog based on the size and their activity. So that's They love your dog. It's that simple. And it doesn't matter if your dog is young or old. It's always the right time. Begin investing in their health. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash jomboy. Did you hear me? That is 50% off thefarmersdog.com slash Boy. Your dog will say, Do you want to see your New York Jets? Uh, The rumor is that they're going to be on hard knocks. Thumbs up or thumbs down?
1: Thumbs down, I think, because I don't know. I just don't want to – you don't want to see the sausage made or whatever they say. So I just want to see them play football. I just want to see number eight find open receivers in the end zone. That's all I want. I don't need to see the everyday. I don't need to see guys get cut that I'll end up, you know, liking a lot and then they get cut and you feel really bad for them. I just want to see them score more touchdowns than the other team. That's all I want.
0: Are you worried, though, if they become the hard knocks franchise because seven of the last 10 teams that have been on it have not made the postseason
1: yeah but the conditions to be the hard knocks team is not make the postseason anyway so i don't know if that's that's a meaningful statistic just because how many teams that don't make the playoffs a year prior end up making the playoffs the next year anyway um so to to be perfectly honest screw that stat that's what i say the jets are making the playoffs this year you can put it in pen paper right now. The Jets are making the playoffs and I'm going to be there for their opening freaking playoff game. And I hope it's against the Browns because they're going to kill them.
0: (laughs) We we have to figure out a way maybe to get to Cleveland for that Thursday night. Have to. Are you busy in December?
1: No. No, I'm not. Wait, hold on. I am busy in December. Actually, I'm getting married. Um, (laughs) She just She just laughed from across the room. Uh, I think that game is December 27th.
0: No. Uh, 29th, ninth. It's week 16. It's week 16. Hmm. Really, Rob doesn't have this up already, huh?
1: That's crazy. Uh,
0: December 28th. December 28th. Yeah, I think I'll be able to make that game. Are you – when are you getting married again?
1: December 16th. It's the day before they play the Dolphins in Miami, and I'm getting married in Florida, but I've already been told I cannot go to the game the next day, which that's okay. You
0: know, Things
1: happen. Things get in the way.
0: Where you go, have you guys figured out your honeymoon yet?
1: Working on it as we speak. That's what I'm in charge of. So the one thing that I'm in charge of for this wedding is the honeymoon. So if anybody has any suggestions for me, Bring them on in. You guys know where my social media is. You can tweet them at me or whatever.
0: Okay, so hold on. Where um, where are you getting married? In Miami? No, in Naples. Oh, in Naples. Okay, beautiful. Beautiful area. That's on a Saturday. Yep. Not allowed to go to the yeah. Jets-Dolphins game the next day.
1: I know. Tough. Tough.
0: Did you just say something? Yes, yes. I'm saying that it's a really tough one. I don't want her to hear. Oh, no. I've got my headphones in. She can't hear you. It is a tough one. I agree. I should be able to go to that game. <laughs> oh, no, don't put it. Don't put me on her shit list. No way. Uh-uh. You she's tell un- her that Chris Rose did. No, she's no, no, unbothered. no, no. She's unbothered.
1: She's unbothered. She's looking at flights right now. I can see it on her phone. She's on the Southwest app.
0: And now Southwest? she's looking at
1: you. Yeah, we fly southwest this in this family. Th- yeah, free bags.
0: Not on your honeymoon, you don't. You go first class. Oh, yeah, on the honeymoon, yes. I agree, yes. Is there some place in particular? Let's solve the uh, Pasquantino's problems here. With, I mean, do you want to go to Europe? No. Already... no. No, I, I've told her that it, I, we have to kind of
1: stay within the United States area or time zone because football you're lying no you're no no, <laughs> no way seriously yeah. no sadly i wish that was the case i gave it a shot but uh yeah no it doesn't matter we're trying to i, I was thinking maybe hawaii
0: maybe you're, really you're, but you're basically no it's
1: really far
0: it's well, too that's far
1: true. so but she doesn't want to do the caribbean she's been there too much she said mexico so, that's an option. Uh technically speaking, Europe is an option.
0: Uh okay. You want my suggestion? Yes. But I'm a, I'm a Cabo snob and it's easy from LA. I know it's all the way across the country from where you are, but there are areas, there are really nice places on that side of Mexico, too. I've never been much to Mexico, so I'm open. I've heard Cabo is unbelievable. Okay. Uh I just don't know Cabo where is to go. Uh, well, I'll hit you up with a few places. Okay. We've stayed in some nice ones. We did our 20th anniversary there several years ago, and it was unbelievable. Yeah. Oh, my God. Take me back. Sorry, I'm just thinking about myself now. That's not nice at all.
1: No, the, it, it's the Chris Rose show. That is what it's called. It's, no, people come, People come to listen to you talk about yourself. They actually
0: don't. They no. do. I disagree. <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> Okay, no, you know what, everybody uh, help us out and we're going to send a list and actually the next time that we have you on, which will be much earlier than we, we had too long a break here, but you know, we'll, we'll, well I've uh, got time. If you need me, I got time. So I know. Well, that's the thing you told me that, Hey, anytime Ploof needs up, you're going to join me for baseball today, right? Yeah. Cause I'm locked into the baseball world now
1: because yeah. like, you know, when you're playing, you, you're kind of focused on what you're doing. Um, with right. your, your own job and now my job is to get my shoulder into the best possible shape which hold on side note i'm gonna say that i'm gonna be in the best shape of my life come spring training so many times it's gonna be awesome i'm so excited to say that because my, like the kind of joke is is the only time people ever say that is if they're coming off of injury or if they had a bad mm-hmm. season so injury
0: i'm coming in the best shape of my life next year it's gonna be awesome it's gonna be awesome better y- You've got two things going for you. You're coming off an injury, and you're getting married in the off season. Exactly.
1: I got everything. Everything's coming up me right now, other than not being
0: able yeah. to do my job. Okay. But, but hey, know, two of three, that's a minor good. hurdle. Yeah, two of three. That's, yeah. that's that's two out of three in your world. Luis Aras can't even material. do two out of three. That guy's right. doing
1: three, four of ten. He can't even think about two of three right now. Come on.
0: Do you have a weight goal in mind for your wedding? Ooh, good question. Ryan, do I have a
1: weight goal in mind for our wedding? She says no. So, yeah, it's like 232. That's where I want to get to. I'm at 243.4 as of now. As of this morning, I was 243.4. I think I can get into the 230s. Now, the trick is, can I continue to build muscle and keep muscle? Because that's what matters. Like the... You know, getting skinny doesn't matter. I need to still be able to do damage on baseballs. But if I can get into the two thirties, look out, baseball savant page. My speed rating is going to go up, and I'm just going to look better in pictures. And also, during this injury, I'm going to grow out this beard. It's just going to like it's going to be so bad. We're working on about three weeks right here at least.
0: Wait, do you have to be clean
1: shaven for your wedding? Yeah. uh, Ryan, do I have to be clean-shaven for the wedding?
0: This is amazing. Did you say yes? Yes, I do. Okay. I don't know if I've... Have I seen you clean-shaven? In the
1: World Baseball Classic, I was kind of clean-shaven because we did mustaches, but I don't have a big mustache, so that's kind of clean-shaven. Okay. But I have this mole right here, so I don't like being clean-shaven because it just, like, kind of... it, It makes the mole more
0: noticeable. Yeah, but that's character. Cindy Crawford walked around for decades as a supermodel with a mole.
1: Uh, yeah,
0: good for her. Yeah, Vinnie Pasquantino, supermodel. Yeah, mole.
1: Yeah, that's what they say.
0: Um. All right, so we've solved that. We're trying to find you a honeymoon locale. We've, we're going to get you down to two thirty-two. You know what, Brady, my uh, youngest son, is like working out like nuts, and he's already dropped probably seven pounds since the end of the school year, which just ended a couple of weeks ago. You know what he's doing? In addition to lifting weights, he is doing an uphill, an incline treadmill on like 12. He's like, dad, that's a cheat code for 30 just minutes. Do that because no,
1: he does it th- for almost an hour. Uh, okay. Cause I was going to say that from what I've been told, if you do 30 minutes at three speed on 12 incline, that's called the hot girl walk. Uh, it's apparently a trend on uh, Tick Tock, Ryan. Yeah, trend on TikTok. If you do that for 30 minutes a day, you just burn, burn, burn. carbs and calories. Like it's just or not carbs. I don't think you can burn carbs. Can't burn fat, burn fat. There it is. So that is a cheat code. He's right. Interesting. Yeah. That's so is the that hot girl what walk. I should be doing? Although yeah, I do can't. the hot girl I don't... walk. Yes.
0: Do you have to walk a certain way? Is it? Uh uh-huh. Yeah. Like, it,
1: really? And it's good if you put like three pound weights in your hand too. That's where you really get after yeah. it. Yeah.
0: Well, none of that is going to happen because my back's still all fucked up. So it's we'll go get another
1: surgery. Work. Put yourself to sleep.
0: And then there you go. Don't joke. That could be on the menu very soon. Ugh. Yeah, please tell me about it. Um. Oh, Omaha storm chasers are giving away a Vinny Pasquantino bobblehead. Do you know about this? When? Rob? July 21st. Oh, that's pretty cool. Look at that. Does that! I think I did know about this. Does that look this. anything yeah. like? I
1: haven't seen it before, but I did know about it. Look at that one! Dang.
0: bobbleheads are cool. I hope they send me one. Of course, they're gonna send you one. You know what? I'm gonna make sure they send me one. I'm oh, have yeah, one yeah, to run perfect.
1: Okay, yeah. yeah. Please send send him one before me.
0: How long were you a storm chaser? Uh, three months. Three months. Yeah. Huh, three months and you're a bobblehead. You must have left quite the impression.
1: Yeah, um, one or two us later after being in Omaha, and you know that's what the people like. You embrace, you embrace the culture of the town that you're in. People, people seem to like you a little bit more. So I had two runsas while I was in Omaha, and there it's like the food of Omaha. It's cabbage. Ooh, what else is in it? It's uh, well, there was a night every year we we uh, had uniforms that were us. You got to look it up. Uh, it's not as bad. I had no as idea you would what think you're talking is, about. Yeah, well, the have people have no idea, well I, and they'll
0: appreciate it. But I didn't even understand what the hell you were trying to say. I was trying. To, I was like, "Yeah, are you
1: what Z A? Runza? It's a food."
0: I think you're lying. I'm not lying, Rob. I am looking it <laughs> up <enough> right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, here we go. Here, let me see. What's in that?
1: Definitely not the spicy barbecue bacon burger. There's a Runza. What's in it? There's cabbage. Cabbage is one of the main ingredients. That's that's what I uh, remember from it.
0: So is Runza a chain? In Omaha, yeah. Oh, God. I've never even heard of it. All right. Yeah. Shame on me. Yeah. So were you there when they did the College World Series?
1: I was, and Auburn was there. One of my coaches at Old Dominion is at Auburn, so I was able to go to a few games and meet up with him. So that was a, that was a cool experience. So I was at TD Ameritrade for a few games last year. Nice stadium, very hot in Omaha.
0: Well, isn't that where you – that's not where you play
1: your games? No. No, We the, the Storm Chasers play their games in Papillion, Nebraska, which is about 20 minutes away from TD Ameritrade at a – at a ballpark called Werner Park. It doesn't seat as many as TD Ameritrade, and it is not quite as nice. It is nice. It is not quite as nice as TD Ameritrade.
0: So who plays at TD Ameritrade?
1: Creighton. That's it.
0: Oh, that's Creighton. Yes. That's a hell of a stadium for Creighton. Good spot, yeah. Jesus. How is Old Dominion's uh, facilities? It's getting better. It
1: wasn't good enough a few years ago when they were the 15 seed to host a regional, they hosted a regional at South Carolina with South Carolina in it, which still doesn't really make sense to me, but they're working on funding right now for a new ballpark, which will be able to host regionals
0: if they are to, you know, if they're good enough to do it again. So it's, you know, it's
1: working its way there right now.
0: When will the uh locker room be done? Whenever I, you know, Know what my long-term
1: future is. But <laughs> uh, I know what I'm making up the next Neal. year and the year after that. Yeah. Not just the
0: year that is currently happening. Got it. Okay. All right. Yeah. Do you um? You said that you've been watching a lot of baseball when your team's mm-hmm. on the road. I mean, that's that's what you do. You don't. You're not going to be there for the home. You know, they're not playing at home. You're not going to go to the stadium hang out by yourself, what has caught your eye the most? Is it a particular player? Is there a way a team is playing? Anything where as a baseball fan you're like, oh, shit, I didn't know that? Um,
1: well, I think the Cincinnati Reds are kind of the obvious answer to, like, what's hot in baseball right now. Um, they're just so exciting, and I got to witness it firsthand. Ellie De La Cruz has a hit in every single game he plays, except when he plays the Royals. He's 0 for 12 against the Kansas City Royals. So, so, uh, so yeah, so, so that's pretty good. The Reds are a solid team though. It's a, they're a fun team to watch. They're young, they're exciting. And they just got the King back, essentially. Joey Votto's back. And he's one of those guys that I always, if I'm watching games and I see they're playing and he's coming up, I turn their game on immediately. There's a few guys like that. Like Freeman's definitely one of them. Rizzo's one of them. And Votto's one of them. It's like, I, all right, I got to watch these guys hit. So, so Yeah. I didn't get to see him play in person, which sucked because he came back the next week. But it's cool to see him back out there, kind of embracing that team the way he is, which is really exciting. So the Cincinnati Reds, I think, are kind of the team that's for me that I'm like looking at.
0: Thought about this the other day. Do you think Ellie De La Cruz should be in the All Star game? I I don't have I don't have an opinion enough
1: to like. I don't know.
0: Why, do, why don't I, you know? You, you, can, you can have an opinion. It depends, opinion. On, it depends say,
1: on what you want the All-Star game to be. Because as of what now... What do you want it to be? No. No, I don't. Because I think somebody who has had a full first half of production should be in it. I don't think that makes him any less exciting. But even though kind of it's about the excitement factor, I think the All-Star game is about the best players at, you know, who put in a full first half of time to be able to not just necessarily time, but just a full body of work. Because I think if, if he were to be in it, it's not to be taking it away from him, but it would be taking away from somebody else who, I don't know. I kind of sound like an old man yelling at cloud there, which I don't really like, but I feel like, like I'm looking at like the the coolest story for me is like Jonah Heim, what he's doing in Texas right now. Like it's incredible. Mm -hmm. And I really hope he gets the nod to start in the game because his numbers are just unbelievable. This first half, He's anchored that pitching staff. Like what he's doing is all-star worthy and it's nothing to take away from what Adley's doing. I just think it's really cool what Jonah Himes doing. And I think it's a really cool story. And like in my own head, it's like Adley's probably going to be in a ton of all-star games. So it's not to say Jonah Himes not, but it's like, he's been around for a little bit. He hasn't been in the all-star game. So like, I don't really, that's what I mean with, I don't have enough opinion about it because I I look at stories like that and think all-star, you know, I think that's happening at first base right now. like, Yandy Diaz should be the starter. No offense to Vlad. Vlad's great. But Yandy's body of work this first half is just incredible. And for me, like, he should be the starter at first base because it's just, like, those numbers
0: are ridiculous. That's an opinion.
1: Yeah. What's your opinion?
0: I believe years ago when Yasiel Puig came up and changed the complexion of the LA Dodgers from his arrival. And I want to say that he got there in like early June and he was like one of the last five guys you could vote in. I I want to say something like that. And I remember making the point, like the guy is electrifying. We haven't seen many players like him. He has changed the dynamic of an entire club. And I think you could make the same case for Ellie De La Cruz right now. There have been other young guys in that lineup who have done just as much on the field for this team. Matt McClain has been amazing. Spencer Steer has been fantastic. But when you're talking about a guy where the spotlight is on him, he has produced, and he's almost, Joey Votto said the only comparison I can make is Mickey Mantle. And he goes, I'm not saying that he is Mickey Mantle, but like skill set wise. Yeah, I mean, if you're talking about one of the 10 greatest players in the history of the sport, and that's what we've got, Why the hell wouldn't you want to show it off at the Midsummer Classic?
1: Right. Well, I think that's kind of – that's why I go back and forth on it is because it's the All-Star game. Does it really matter if he changed the complexion of the Cincinnati Reds? Like, that's what I don't – because the All-Star game is to celebrate the best players in the first half of baseball. And it's – like, I I don't know. I just – I go back and forth on it because it's like, have you been one of the best players in the first half? There's an argument for yes and no. <laughs> like there's an argument for both of them. So like, I think it's similar to the hall of fame debate of, you know, guys with steroids or whatever. But my argument with the hall of fame is it celebrates the game of baseball. Not just like, you know, it celebrates everything in baseball, everything that happened. The all-star game is like, we're celebrating who's played the best in the first half and other sports like football. It's a full season of work and basketball. It's a half of work. So it's interesting, but it's also like I, I could see the argument for him being in the home run derby easier than I could being in the All-Star game. And I'm not saying he shouldn't be in the All-Star game. I'm just saying I could see that argument being made in my own mind a little bit easier
0: than to be in the game itself. Okay. I think you hit a really good area here. Uh, Ploof and I were having this discussion the other day. He said he wanted to see Joey. Somebody somebody in our AMP chat uh suggested, you know what? I would like to see Joey Gallo in the home run derby because they think it would have a positive effect. So many players you hear, Oh, I don't want to ruin my swing, blah, blah, blah. They think that confidence boost could maybe help Joey Gallo in the second half. And I said, by the way, and Clue said, well, Hey, the possibility of winning a million dollars would get me there. Yeah, I said, what would they have to pay Joey Gallo to get him to Seattle during that very valuable off time? How much money would they have? to? Because the million dollars isn't a guarantee. You only get that right. if you win. They get some sort of stipend, whatever it is. But how much money do you think they'd have to pay Joey Gallo just to show up to have a shot at the million dollars?
1: I don't even know if it's about money. Because he. I would assume he's probably set for life, right? I don't know what he signed for or what he's made so far, but he's made it through seven years in the big leagues. He's probably got more than enough money just to really depends, and it seems like the only guy that care, cares about the Home Run Derby is Pete Alonso. That is true. So, like, I'm assuming he'll be in it again this year because I think he lives for it, not in a bad way. I think he just loves hitting balls really far. He loves it. Loves but didn't Gallo – like, I struggle with the Home Run Derby, too, because of the cash prize. Like, should guys be able to do it end on end? Because didn't Gallo do it, like, two years ago or something?
0: I think so, that's he did where, do
1: it. so, that's where I don't know of – should it be a new group of guys every year because of the cash prize of it? Or, or should they be able to just do it again? Like I don't. And also, Oh gosh, what a good question. Cause does Joey Gallo deserve to be in the home run derby? Absolutely. Hits balls almost farther than anybody. Right. By the way, where are we going? I have to go back and get my
0: computer charged. My computer is about to die. Oh my God. So we're on that, that's a, that's pointing. We're we're on a field trip through the Pasquantino vote. Anything you want to show off? Yeah. I'm...
1: No, because I'm back in the room with bad Wi-Fi. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. So oh, look at I'm the...
1: working this out. Oh. All
0: right, hold on one second. We're not second. Re... We're not going to, like, injure the shoulder further. You're carrying a computer, a microphone... And now your charger. No, I'm just resting things. I'm not actually carrying anything. Okay. All right. We'll
1: all right. Sure. You'll... I made it. Oh, back. God. Are you all right? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm just out of breath.
0: <laughs>
1: Is that Look. your cardio for the day? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Walking between the living room and the, and I got all my wires tangled up.
0: I mean, there's a lot oh, going on God. right now. <laughs> Holy smokes. All right. Let's see what we got. Are you plugged okay. in? I'm plugged in. I'm back. Oh three Three percent. Thank God. Uh, Rob, three, can you still you hear were me? a three percenter. Yeah. Oh yeah, we can hear you. Yeah, you're all good.
1: Yeah, yeah, Rob just Rob just talked in the podcast. I like it when we get Rob back in here. Yeah,
0: appreciate it, Vin.
1: Yeah. 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 Home run derby. Joey Gallo. God, he's just hits the ball so hard and so far. First game of the season this year. His first at bat. We had like the shift on on him with the four outfield or the we moved that outfielder in and he hit right into it and we didn't make the play. We booted it. It would have been an awesome first at bat like Joe, Joe Gallo, no shift. Oh, this rule was like made for this guy, him and Corey Seager and a few other guys. And then he first at bat like he grounds into a, a shift would have been unbelievable.
0: OK, let me ask you a few more questions. Uh, who hit the ball the hardest at you this year? Hmm.
1: Anybody Good smoke question? One? No, not like crazy hard. I did get beat to first base twice, which ruined my defensive numbers. Shohei beat me to first,
0: and Corbin Carroll beat me to first. Well, uh, at least it wasn't like some slug. I mean, those are two of the faster players in baseball. Right.
1: But when defensive stats matter so much and like you're trying to get outs, you need to beat those guys to first base. I I needed to have sprinted to those balls instead of like let them get to me and go and go get them. So that really sucked because two reasons. One, I let guys on first base and I believe neither of them scored, which that's all that really matters. But uh, two, I was having a solid defensive season until those two plays happened. Um, so those, those are the two I'm going to mention because – I didn't really have any, like, smoked ball. Like, I saw last night, Um, oh, my God. Or I saw a highlight of somebody hit a ball, like, 114 at Christian Walker, and he just, like, made the play at first base. Like, oh, my gosh. He's good. He's, really yeah, he's good the best fact, first baseman in the league, like, pretty much by far,
0: too. It's not even close. Hmm. Yeah, he's really good. But I think um, Shohei's speed is the one aspect we don't talk about enough because he does so many amazing things out there. People don't realize how fucking fast that guy is, right?
1: He's going to break, like, analytics, I think, Um, because he does everything well. Like, the point of those things is to kind of level the playing field and see who's good at what. But when you're good at everything, like, he's just – it's just not – you know, it's not fair to the rest of us mere mortals out here that are just trying to play the game. I mean, he's just ridiculous. He hits the ball harder than everybody. He runs faster than everybody. And he's a better pitcher than most guys. So, it's just like, okay, that's cool. Cool. Did you
0: have a discussion with him at first base?
1: No, the only thing we talked about was he struck me out on a borderline pitch, and he asked me if I thought it was a striker ball, and I said, eh, "I don't know," and he said, "Yeah, I don't think
0: so." It was nice. So
1: we got that going for me.
0: He wasn't going to take the strikeout back. No,
1: no, he he got he got me twice that night. So I mean, you know, but I got a hit off him. It was a uh, hell little, yeah. Little fastball, high and tight. Got it right off the logo and hit it right over the shortstop head. Just exactly what I was trying to do.
0: Good. Yeah, felt good. Good. All right. Was there a pitcher you faced this year that you hadn't last year, and you were like, "That guy's good." Um.
1: Ooh. Let's see. Uh. Uh. The. I don't know how to say his first name, but I believe it's Yanir Cano from Baltimore.
0: Mm-hmm. He's solid.
1: Yep. Like some of the way that guys are – I believe his fastball actually moves more than his changeup, which is crazy. I want to say his fastball moves like 20 inches horizontally and his. oh, no. Did you cut off? No. Hello? <laughs> I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> like uh, AT and T is gonna get a phone call from me today because that's twice now it's gone out. And when it came back on, I guess I got good connection because then Zoom had to update, so I had to wait for an update to happen. That's why it took me so long. Wow.
0: Yeah. Okay. So right. sorry.
1: That, I mean, that's just bad podcast audio when somebody just loses it. You know, I hope you guys had some good convos while I was gone.
0: Oh, we did totally, totally. It was actually probably the best stuff we did today. So that was the uh, that was the third time. Today, that you froze during our conversation. I want you to pick which freeze picture you like best. Oh, okay. So, Rob, Rob, that's the first one. That's uh, from the office. There's the second one. And that's the most recent.
1: Oh, the second one for sure. I think the second
0: one's yeah. the best one. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of well, locked were in, there. in there. Yeah. Kind of hovering around. I, I couldn't yeah. tell exactly what was going on. Yeah, there were some times during today's episode where I was worried about you. Like you were sitting on the stool, and I was like, "Oh my god, he doesn't look comfortable." Yeah, I didn't know if he had to go poop or if he was, if he if the meds were kicking in or whatever. Well, which
1: by the way, I've done three times since surgery. Finally, had a normal one this morning. So, so we're a week out, and we're finally doing it again. Hey, man, those meds are no
0: joke. Yeah, <laughs> those will bind you. Those will bind you up like a loaf of bread. Yeah, exactly.
1: Um, but yeah, back to uh, you near Cano. He's really good. Good, good pitcher. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I'm going to guess, because um, we won't be talking to you until after the all-star break that you have to stay there. Right. Because of your rehab. Yeah. Yeah. There's like a
1: few times where I have some time, but that's about it. But yeah, I have to, you know, it's not even necessarily that I have to stay here. It's like, I want to, you know, do whatever I can to get this thing as good as possible. So, you know, as long as I surround myself with a good team, which we have here that, you know, I feel good about what we're doing.
0: Nothing like Kansas City in the middle of July.
1: Uh, Ichiro loves it.
0: <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Thank you. Um, I wonder who's going to be your all-star this year. I would hope it's Salvi. But – I
1: would think if it's not Salvi it'll either be Scott Barlow or Ronalds Chapman. I think those mm-hmm. are the two I, uh, both those guys have had outstanding seasons. Um Salvi's our captain obviously so you know there's a soft spot for him I think for especially the the fans of the Royals to see him go do that. The last time last time he was there I believe was in Colorado and he did the Home Run Derby and ESPN spent oh, the whole time awesome. talking about Pete Alonso as he was just like racking up homers they were just talking about pete
0: alonzo yep you're right although we were there in person and he was amazing yeah he's one of my favorite guys and he's also one of my favorite bobbleheads of all that's a good bobblehead right there that's That's a a great one one. yeah yeah i'm not so sure it looks like salvi but i understand what they were trying to do with the buckets and he's got the Kansas city champs t-shirt on with the oh that's great so that's yeah pretty good pretty good stuff all right, man. Feel well. So we've got a little homework for everybody to do. We gotta send uh the soon to be Pasquantinos. Is she changing her last name, by the way? I
1: believe so. I don't think we've had the conversation, but I think so. I could ask her right now. Ryan.
0: Yeah, why do you are- do
1: you plan on changing your name to Pasquantino? Yes, she does. Yeah, let's go, guys. Look at us.
0: Breaking news. Breaking what? news. Dun, 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 dun.
1: yeah that's exciting all stuff right. right there it's it's Look gonna be that. really exciting if she changes her last name Harris this isn't actually exciting at all it's like a dad joke I guess but her name would be Ryan Harris Pasquatino. so she'll just be a right-handed pitcher it'll be classic we you know <laughs> just classic
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh boy I think my wife married me for my last name yeah it's a good last name it is. Uh, and Michelle Rose is a very pretty name. It's just yeah, rolls right off, perfect. And
1: so is Chris. Her mate. just rolls off the tongue. Well, you know.
0: Yeah, thank you. Thank. You. A lot of people thought for years that it was a fake, made-up TV name because people used to do that back in the day. They don't really do that anymore. There was a guy at Old Dominion. He was like our
1: our TV guy. I think he had a fake name. I don't even know name. what his real name was. His I think we called him. Oh, I don't even know. I don't want to butcher it, so I'm not even going to say. Yeah,
0: well, like Dan Patrick's name is not Dan Patrick. What, for example? Yeah. What is his name? I don't want to. I don't want to and get it wrong. No, but he I'm, picked the name Dan Patrick. Yeah, that's not flashy. But right, that's the thing. They don't want necessarily. I mean, like there's. There's a meteorologist in L.A. It's like a Rocky Mountain or something. Like That's like funny, that. at least. He's got something to you it. Know? That's what it is. Dan Patrick uh, Pugh. So it is mm-hmm. his name, kind of. Yeah. So he just went with his middle name. As his yeah. Last name. Okay. Fine. Whatever you want to do. You wouldn't change your name. You're just going to be Vin. Do people exactly. call you Vin? Some people, yeah.
1: I... <laughs> My nickname in college was Ski, S-K-I, which is really funny. Um, So if you are around me with anybody I went to college with, they call me Ski. But everybody else, it's a combination of Vin or Vinny. Or like, what? Yeah. What? What's Ski? All right. So my roommate, my freshman year of college, he was a big nickname guy. So he called me Vincenzo. Mm -hmm. So then that turned into... (laughs) That turned into Chensky, which then shortened to Ski. So then, like, it was Ski Ball. Like, it, I'm telling you, it's stupid, but anybody from college, like, they call me Ski or Ski Ball. It's ridiculous. Okay, Ski Ball. Yeah.
0: That's probably what you are in their phone. Yeah, I You're think I am. My PlayStation name
1: used to be Ski Ball. Yeah. All right. Now it's nice. the Pasquatch.
0: Yes. Yeah, let's get some more of those shirts sold, please, people. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. All right. Well, this was this was a big show. Um, we found out. In summary, the Wi-Fi in your house sucks. Sucks that we need to plan an itinerary for the honeymoon. That Ryan's changing her last name to Pasquintino from Harris, and um, I guess that's it. Yeah, and ski.
1: And ski. Yep. A lot That's of things. We learned a lot of things today. It's amazing what rehab really will bring can. you.
0: Yeah. Yes. Uh, this was always a ton of fun for our one of a kind producer, the always talented Robbie Shirocco. Yeah. Our summer intern, Alden Stone. Yeah. And my man, Ski. Yeah. Let's Vin go. P. Yep. I am Chris Rose. We will see you next time for episode number 200 of the Chris Rose Rotation, a production of John Boy Media.